everything that's on my portrait page pretty soon is going to be transitioning to Caden Wemple and vice versa. I had just broken up with my girlfriend at the time and I felt like I hadn't done any growing. Honestly, tattoo shops should just like bar that from happening. Hey, can I, can I can just get an infinity symbol here? No, actually, no, you can't. No, no we're, can't. we're done. Honestly, it's a little bit maybe narcissistic to get your own music tattooed on you, even though I'm a total hypocrite and did that, basically. If you're like me and you're interested in the YouTube or creator space, you should check out The Published Press. The Published Press is a completely free newsletter founded by YouTubers Colin and Samir. They host their own podcast talking to some of YouTube's largest creators. They've edited some of the best content I've seen on YouTube, and now they're sharing their knowledge about the YouTube space with you for free. The Published Press comes out three times a week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, with everything going on with your favorite creators and platforms. And like I said, it's completely free. Just enter your email address to receive the Published Press whenever it comes out, and that's it. So what are you waiting for? Click the link in the description below, sign up to the Publish Press, and get all the info you need on the industry. He's an up-and-coming artist with a refreshing folk sound. He's been featured on various folk playlists, and you may know him from his song, Not to Catch You by Surprise. Please welcome Portra to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Um, so just the first question I wanted to ask you about, uh, what was your first like experience with music like, or what made you... like? start considering a career in music yeah i mean i've been playing uh music since i was eight years old um i've really just been drawn to it my whole life uh my family was always playing like adult contemporary music in the background of my childhood like uh dave matthews and stuff like that um and uh later in my teens i started getting into indie folk music like Bon Iver, Gregory Allen Isakoff, stuff like that. And I just was like, man, this is just exactly what I wanted to do. And uh went to college for it and now I'm here. Nice, nice. Yeah. And so what was like the was it just music in general or like a specific music major that you went for? I went to school for um songwriting and uh music business as well. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Um and so, like, growing up, was it, like, did you know pretty early on that you wanted to do music, or was there anything else you considered as, like, a possible career, anything like that? I was terrible at school. I got, like, really shit grades, and, um, well, not not super shit, but bad. Not, not, I wasn't going to be a lawyer or a doctor. And um, I just sort of came to the conclusion in my freshman or sophomore year of high school that I was, like, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to put all my energy into this and try to see where it goes. And I've been working on my songwriting craft for, for like 10 years at this point. So I just kind of put that all the eggs in the basket and trying to make it work out. Yeah, nice. nice. Um, and so once, you know, maybe someone else is listening to this who's also like starting to try to make work, like they've sort of decided, okay, music, what I want to do, like I want to try to do this as a career what tips or advice would you give to other people like just starting their music career like starting to try to build a brand i would say to just hone in your crafts as much as you possibly can um listen to music that's out of your comfort zone um 
you know, if you're really into, if you're really into the indie folk, like I was in college, I decided to go a more emo route and started to listen to heavier music and, um, yeah, expand your horizons. Um, it's, it's always going to be a grind. So just put the work in and, you know, hopefully it works out. Yeah. 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 Awesome. And so once, once you like started releasing music or started making music, um, how did the artist name Portra sort of come up or come about with the origin behind that? Yeah. So I've been going, um, by, well, I, I had been going by Caden Wemple. Um, that was like my solo project page in high school. Um, mm-hmm. and, and my band in college was called keep off the grass. And we did that, you know, thing that I was talking about. And then I was sort of, that band was coming, coming to a halt. And I was talking to my, um, bandmate who's a photographer. Um, and he, uh, um, started talking about this, this, um, film that Kodak uses called Portra. And, um, it's just like, I just liked the ring of it. Uh, but actually we're, um, I'm switching the name back from Portra to, to Caden Wemple. So, um, everything that's on my Portra page pretty soon is going to be transitioning to Caden Wemple, uh, and vice versa. So, um, I'm sort of transitioning out of this portrait thing. Um, and I'm just going to be mm-hmm. going by Caden Wemple. And what starting. was like the thought process behind X? I'm sure like, was it just feeling like Caden Wemple was more authentic, more a better yeah. fit for the music? Um, yeah, I think it fits the, I think it fits the vibe of the music better anyway. Yeah. I think that's just, that's just probably the move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you a music artist trying to find a way to get your music on as many streaming platforms as possible? Then check out DistroKid. DistroKid is a super user-friendly and super easy-to-use service that will make your music available in stores like Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon Music, YouTube, Snapchat, everything. Everything you could imagine is available. People will even be able to add your songs into their Instagram stories. DistroKid helps you with the distribution, monetization, and promotion of all of your music. Use the link in the description of this video for 7% off any DistroKid package you want. Pick from musician packages designed to help artists get their own music out there, or even get a label package where you can manage up to 100 artists from one profile. So that's more for like managers, labels, and you can also get the musician package that I mentioned earlier, which is more for artists, producers, things like that. It's super easy, and you can get 7% off any package right now with the link in the description of this video. So once again, if you're looking for a way to get your music on as many streaming platforms as possible, I'm talking any platform you can think of, get DistroKid and get 7% off right now with the link in the description back to the program today a lot of artists are focusing a lot on social media not so much like more than the music but really making a point to promote themselves with that um it's sort of seen as like almost a necessity nowadays and labels are even starting to like catch on find out like ways they can utilize it what do you think that sort of does for the music industry as a whole do you uh, think like it's sort of 
Well, we'll we'll, we'll come back to the second part of this. But first yeah, yeah. off, just what do you think of it as a whole? So, I mean, it's amazing. Social media is great because it. I mean, this is sort of recycled, but it's the it's the most organic way to put out your music, right? It yeah. you don't it's, it's free to do, um, and it can open up a lot of doors for people. And um, it that's sort of been the formula for the last, especially since COVID, is just putting your music yeah. on TikTok. Maybe it goes viral on TikTok, and you just spray yeah, it right you do the shot yeah. you, you do the shotgun approach and just try to put out as many videos as possible and see what lands and there's an art to that i guess um but you know there's a huge downside with it too is that social media can have a huge effect on artists mental health and you know i i've definitely experienced this it's like I make, I, I try to make as many TikToks as possible. Right. And I just hope that one of them a week does okay by my standards. Right. But when it doesn't do okay, it's like, holy shit. Why does no one like me? <laughs> Everyone hates me. This is done. This is stupid. Uh, I'm just, I'm not going to make it, you know, all of that super negative, all those super negative um, emotions that come with it. Um, and it's like a huge, I don't know. It's such, it's such a new feeling that's so hard to describe. Um, I'm sure a lot of artists go through this too. It's like, and I've talked to artists about this too. And it's like everyone, everyone who's on TikTok kind of feels how I feel. It's, um, it's raining, but it can be super rewarding at the end of the day. So, yeah. 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 And I mean, it is always like, TikTok or just any social media in general, the numbers are a big thing that you gotta like not worry about, but like make sure they don't get to your head, like make sure you're having a good relationship with them that it doesn't like make or break your day or your week or anything like that. Um and uh like I mean, I personally think it's like overall positive. People are getting their music out there. Yeah. People are finding new ways to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree with that. It's yeah, but you know, the downside comes that you know some people see other artists like come out with a song or like you know a short EP like a project, and it just does well enough on social media that they get big, get get a label, and like all of this happens for them seemingly overnight. Yeah. Um and a lot of people are now just going for like a catchy hook that they can put in a TikTok or like making the songs shorter. Yeah. What is your thought process on all of that? Like almost changing your music or your creative process to fit on social media? Yeah, that's a great question. It's, um, I mean, my opinion on that is that, you know, it's, I think it's bullshit, but I don't think that, I think ultimately you got to do what you got to do if you feel like that's, the best way to get people's attention and maybe it, it grabs people and it's, um, you know, it, it can be an opportunity for listeners to find more of your music. Um, if you just have that one super catchy, trendy hook that you put on TikTok, I mean, it, it can, it can allow, it can allow listeners to see what you're really like. Um, I mean, I know for me, I, I try not to do this so much anymore, but for a period of time when I was writing songs, 
it was like, ooh, what can I caption this as on TikTok? Will, will people like this? Um, and it, everything that I was putting out, everything that I was creating during that time, at least, was worse. And mm-hmm. uh, it, didn't, it didn't grab people's attention um, the way I thought it would. So I've tried to I've tried to sort of steer away from that as much as possible. There's still a little bit of that, um, like the the remnants of those thinking of that of that thought process still kind of sticks with me when I'm writing. But I try not to let it. I try not yeah. to let it completely dictate what I'm writing about. Um, but that's still that's still kind of a process because I'm totally addicted to TikTok. So yeah, and, <laughs> and, and as okay. many of us are, <laughs> and posting videos on it and see refreshing and refreshing over and over again yeah. and i think like it's really overall just the difference between like uh, okay i can do something maybe it passes on maybe people like start liking this song or just i get my name heard like it comes up on different social media outlets news things um and people know of me but don't really listen versus like it might take a bit longer but if you're just focusing on music, eventually people who like your music and like you as an artist and are going to follow you, willing to spend money on you, they'll find you over time, however they do, and start doing that. And a huge example that I just saw that I really look up to is, I don't know if you know a lot about Logic, the rapper, but yeah, he's, um, like he talked about like when he came out with 1-800 and I think the album that and that whole era he was really big on like okay what can i do to become like a popular artist like make rap songs that really anyone who likes any sort of rap can get with and like really like and enjoy versus now he has like that intimate group of fans that will that like his unique style like him as an artist and he's really much more independent now and he's like okay i'm just gonna do what feels right what i think sounds awesome and yeah i mean recently he's gone like full-on like fan connection mode like he started to discord with fans where it's um you you buy like a subscription but then there are there's like an area where all the like anyone who's in it who a producer can hang out share ideas there beats like he's making this whole collective or like community almost with his fans to just keep making better music and like having them all help each other rather than make it like competitive or anything like that no that's that's super important that's super important when you're coming out with music is um trying to avoid that competitive nature even though i think i think artists uh i don't want to speak for everyone but I think I think we're all kind of competitive by nature, and because yeah. it's it's a hard industry to make it in, um, and you, yeah, I could feel it could feel like um, super and, non. And when, it's just like I think the way a lot of people make and consume music now is just by nature more competitive. I mean, like back, like way back when, like people mostly listened to the radio. It was like. You could find artists you like, you could find songs, you could buy vinyls if you wanted and put them on the record player, and the music was there like to enjoy and to listen to. And now, with whether it's Spotify, Apple Music, whatever streaming platform it is, 
like it'll tell you the number of streams on a song almost like a score for like a sports game it'll tell you like the number of streams for spotify at least like the bigger artists it'll tell you like where they rank in all the artists on spotify and it's become so much more like competitive and keeping score versus just like people trying to share music with the world no exactly and that's something that i'm totally guilty of or at least was guilty of in in college my college band um on your spotify for artists um like portal you can compare your streams to other artists and i used to do that with bands with my band and then other bands in the scene to see like where we were at and yeah. uh, it's incredibly toxic like nobody should be doing that especially in, in, in sports it's different right you want to be you're working towards yeah. a designated goal right but yeah. in music there's no end common goal that anyone's yeah. working towards it's everyone everyone's doing their own thing at their own pace right? yeah it's just sharing our music sharing whatever they can create or make with the world exactly yeah yeah, and totally. so, you know, now, like, when you're trying to come up with a song, starting the creative process, what does that look like for you? Do you usually have lyrics come first, instrumental? What yeah. is your process like? Um, so, at every song that I think I've ever written has started with uh, the melody and the um, the guitar part. So, I come up with the guitar part and then I just sometimes I, I have like this, I have like this long list of notes that I've had going since I was 17. Um, and I will add to that and I'll take stuff from that sometimes, but I, I'm trying to come up with, um, to, to start the song. I have one, one, uh, line that I kind of just centered the whole song around. Um, mm-hmm. and whatever melody that works into, I just try to center around this, this one line. Um, sometimes it'll just come to me and sometimes I scroll through my notes to find something that works. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of, that's kind of how it starts. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I've I've heard that a lot that someone, that artist will like pick whether it's the hook, the chorus, or even just like a random line. One of the verses, they'll start with like one line that, they think like I would say fits the vibe, but really like makes the vibe for the song, totally. and then goes based off that. We'll add like okay, there's this, there's this, and then they can. I mean, sometimes even if like they've said like rearrange it almost like like puzzle piece, they're like building blocks. They'll be like, okay, I originally had this as like the first verse or a chorus, but maybe that would work better as like a hook and just move parts around like that and i think it's just really awesome to see people like however they do it start a song and then just see it take shape and see where it takes them to yeah like have the finished product yeah it's it's incredibly satisfying for sure (laughs) yeah yeah and i mean just like with your sound or your like music at all do you find inspiration in other artists and if you do how do you sort of keep it like inspiration rather than like copying their sound. Yeah. Completely derivative. Um, so I, yeah, I, I mean, I've always had this 
I, I go through eras with the, with the people that I, with the artists that I obsess with, right. Yeah. Um, or obsess over. So I have like, when I first started writing music, it was like Bon Iver, Greg Allen, Isakoff, stuff like that. Um, and then I found Phoebe Bridgers and got obsessed with her, um, through high school and college still am. Um, but I take a lot of inspiration from her these days still. Um, right now I take a lot of inspiration from Pine Grove, um, and Elliot Smith and, um, Radiohead, stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. I try to, to keep it from being a straight up copy and paste. Yeah. Um, I try to, I try to take stuff from all of the eras of music listening that I've gone through and just kind of blend it into one. Um, so in, like I was saying in high school, it was the indie folk thing in college. It was the emo thing, um, where I was super into Midwest emo bands like, um, Oh, so, so and mom jeans and, um, American football and stuff like that. So I yeah. try to just make it like a, like a cosmic gumbo of all of the stuff that I, uh, have all, always listened yeah. to. Which, yeah. which really works. Cause that's basically what your sound is or has to be like, I think, cause no one has listened to the same artist you have for the same amount of time or like anything exactly. like that. Like taking everything you've listened to or liked over the years and combining it into one is completely unique to any person. Like even if, you're someone who only likes pop music or like whatever's hot right now or on top of the charts, you still in some ways gravitate gravitate towards certain artists or songs more than other people. Yeah. And so that is like a sort of built in way to get, you know, a unique sound or figure out what you like in music. And um Absolutely. Yeah, and with your music, like do you think do do you think there is a song that has really found that sound or that you can point to when you're talking to someone about your music and be like, this is the kind of music that I make? Uh, like from my, from my catalog? Yeah. Like, like a song that you've made that sort of shows off like your sound. Oh, sure. Um, I think the song, I mean, at least on the portrait page, uh, the, with the portrait project project, um, it's probably the song covered in the sediment. Um, it's sort of the, the song that I think blends, um, the, the math rock that I listened to in college and the indie folk stuff that I listened to in high school, still listen to now. Um, I think that kind of exemplifies my, my writing the most, uh, like, if I was going to, if somebody asked me what kind of, what music I made and they asked me to show them, show them a song, I would probably show them covered in the sediment. Um, mm -hmm. even though that's not the most popular one, uh, I still think that it's, um, one that I, I resonate with a lot and I, the meaning of it means a lot to me too. So it's just, yeah, yeah totally. I think that that kind of shows people what yeah. I make. Yeah. yeah. Great. And what, I mean, with this new sort of like, with this interchangeability of like Portra or Caden Wemple, either project, what level do you want to sort of reach with your music like as a whole? Like, 
Yeah. Some people like keep gun for like, I want to be like biggest in the world, top of the charts. And some people are more just like, I want it to be like my full time career. And once I get that, like I'll be happy and um, things like that. So just, is there sort of a level that you have in moment that you want to reach? I want, I want it to take me as far as it's willing to take me. Um, I want to, I want to be like my heroes and, my heroes aren't necessarily like my heroes aren't necessarily the most, they're not like Paul McCartney or Drake, but yeah. they're, they're respectable musicians that everyone loves. Everyone vibes with everyone cites them as inspiration. Um, and most of them could walk around the street and they wouldn't get stopped every five seconds to yeah. get to take with them. I want to live yeah a semi-private life and i want people to listen to my music and i want to make i want to sustain myself off of it yeah no i'm I, like yeah i mean i'm all for like a private life or even semi-private life because i mean i was listening to a podcast with um i mean it's not so much music but like mr beast from youtube and he was saying like he really it like he has just clocks going in his head to like keep track of how much time he's spending in any public place. Cause he'll say, cause he's like, the problem isn't that so many people recognize him wherever he goes. He says that the main problem is he'll go, let's say whatever it is to Walmart and someone sees him ask for a picture within like minutes, that picture's on their story and people know where it is. And then um, they go there just to see him. And so he knows that, he, he talked about he has this whole formula that like whenever he's in any sort of public place he'll he always like accepts pictures and he'll want to take pictures with fans but then he sort of stop, starts a timer that it, i think he said it was like 15 minutes or something it was like once i take that first picture 15 minutes i have to be like out of there or else it will be like a mob scene and oh. i was like i don't want to deal with that way too much stress like oh, for me or on my mom so yeah, like, I mean, I, like I'm all for just like being able to be a normal human, like and yeah, like without being bothered all the time. Right, totally. And I mean, my my biggest hero is uh, Justin Vernon from Bonavere, and you know, I would know who he was if he was walking down the street. Yeah, but he's this big time, huge Grammy winning artist, and nobody he he doesn't get yeah. stopped on the yeah, probably right. And he's still, he's working with amazing people. People love him. People respect him. He works with Taylor Swift, right? I mean, he does whatever he wants to do. He lives his life. He has a Tesla, right? He sustains himself perfectly fine, and he can live a pretty normal life, right? And the people who know him know him. You know, exactly. Go up to him, but by no means is it like everyone. And so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, and that's just... It seems perfect to me. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, trying to make music or just like with your sound, if you got this opportunity to make a song with any artist or any band in the world, who would you want to collaborate with? Great question. Probably Justin Vernon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I started to get that sense. Yeah. He's, he's, he's just such a brilliant producer. Um, mm -hmm. And such an incredibly talented songwriter and um yeah it's probably justin vernon maybe phoebe bridgers preferably preferably both but yeah I, yeah yeah 
And like with with your music, um, going back to that, on any of the projects you've worked on, is there a song of yours that like what whether it's just from the process of making it or the final product that's your favorite or that you really like the most? Yeah, probably like what we were talking about either earlier, probably either covered in the sediment, um or maybe yeah, I mean I don't know. It's it's hard to it's hard to pick and choose. Probably covered yeah. in covered in the sediment. Um but I have songs that I'm working on right now that I'm recording this summer, um, that I'll be in the studio recording. Um and I have a few that I'm super excited to share that I've been teasing a little bit on TikTok. Um, a song called Alkaline and another one called, um, another one I wrote about my girlfriend um, called uh, Just Two. So I am, yeah, excited about those for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, feel free to like sort of keep it to yourself or move on, but what can you tell us about these upcoming songs or anything like that? Like, yeah. Um, what are they? Uh, yeah, so I have um, over the next couple years, I have a plan to release twenty songs, um, and these these first ones, a lot of them I've been teasing on TikTok. Um, so if you watch my TikTok, you'll probably recognize a few of them when they come out. Hopefully, the first track uh, will be out in uh, of this twenty song project will be out in middle fall october so that's that's yeah. my goal yeah awesome and yeah i mean like with your current project portrait your latest song um but then i just stopped growing yeah. what can you just tell us about that what was sort of the inspiration behind it yeah. um there's anything you can tell us about that song yeah um so i wrote that song um in the middle of the night um which i don't really do that often but i was just feeling it uh and i wrote most of it i never really do this either but i wrote probably 80 percent of it in the first session in it's pro probably an hour and a half or two hours um which is super rare for me normally it takes me forever to finish a song at least a week or two um but i finished it uh over the course of like 24 hours. And, um, I was like, the song kind of sucks. I think I'm going to throw it away. Um, but I put it up on TikTok um, in like, I think it was like late 2021. Um, and people, people liked it. It was like the first, it was the first song, original song that I really put up on TikTok um, that did, that got momentum. And I was really excited about it because before that I had just been posting like guitar tutorials and stuff like that. Um, but I was really excited about it. And um, yeah, it's kind of about, it's kind of about not living up to people's expectations. Right. Um, yeah. I think I just, I had been going through a time where I, I had just broken up with my girlfriend at the time. And, uh, I was just not, I felt like I hadn't done any growing, um, yeah. from any of my relationships over the past, I mean, since, since high school, right. I feel like I'd just been the same 
same emotionally uh, stunted person. I just, I, I hadn't, I felt like I hadn't done, done much growing. But since then, I, I feel like, you know, I've gone to therapy, um, a lot of therapy, and I feel like I've done some growing up. So, yeah, it's just sort of a, um, it's interesting that that song just kind of captures a spot in time for me that was super tough. Um, but, and it's interesting to look back on now because I don't really feel like that anymore, but I think, um, it was a song I really, I really related to a lot at the time. So, yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah. It's interesting to look back on. Yeah. And with, so with that, and then the song that we've brought up a couple of times covered in sediment, like the, the cover arts for them are super similar. Is there like any meaning behind that any like are is it like part of a project or that you're yeah. working on tied together um, in any way just tell us about that yeah so my um girlfriend um does all of my album art um she, we actually met because she reached out to me on instagram and wanted to do my album art so That's it was awesome. like perfect yeah um yeah. She does such an amazing job and she's extremely talented. Um, I don't even remember where the oranges came from, honestly. I got them, you can kind of see, I got them tattooed on my leg, though. Uh, you can kind of see it. Um, not to flash everyone, but um, yeah, I, I don't even really remember where it came from, but she just started drawing it and she does such an amazing job with the artwork. She's extremely talented, so um. Yeah, that's sort of the story behind that. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And so, uh, just now that you've brought them up, tattoos. Do you, you know, other than the oranges, do you have many tattoos? And if you do, yeah, like, it. Do you sort of wait for like something meaningful that you you think you want, or is it you have a couple that are more like spur of the moment, just because it looks cool? Sort of half and half. Um, I love to get tattoos at parties and stuff. Um, I, that's what I did in college and you know, that's not the most, that's uh, the best place to get tattoos. <laughs> well, I don't, maybe, but, um, yeah, I mean, I have some dumb ones for sure, but I have stuff that mean, that means a ton to me. Like, like this is my Phoebe Ridgers tattoo. Um, uh, I buried a hatchet. It's coming up lavender from her song smoke signals. Um, and that means a ton to me, just letting bygones be bygones. I think that's super beautiful. Um, this one is all about, this is Bon Iver's first album art. And then the, the numbers around it are the addresses of the houses that I grew up in. Um, yeah. And I have a bunch of other music tattoos and stupid stick and poke tattoos. And I'm all, yeah. I'm all into it. But um, I've already had a cover up too. So I'm only... <laughs> I'm only 24. I just turned 24 and I already have a cover up, but uh, yeah. no, they're fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 And okay. Awesome. Yeah. I, I'm going to sort of go on with like, do you like regret any of them or anything like that? I guess that sort of answers it if you already covered one of them. Yeah. I, I made, I, I made a dumb decision when I was, it was last summer. Actually, I, I had been seeing this girl and, um, we 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 weren't even really dating but we like broke up or whatever and i was like 
meeting up i went to go meet up with this other girl that i really liked and i was like what are you doing she was like getting tattoos i was sick fuck yeah let's do it and then she left and um i was just at the tattoo shop by myself while they were closing and i was like fuck it i'll still do it so i got a figure eight um for elliot smith but it ended up looking like an infinity sign of course because that's what figure eight is and i was like this is this is the most Tumblr tattoo in the history of the world. This is so dumb. Um, so I had it for about 10 months and I just got it covered up in May with the oranges actually. So yeah. everything for a reason, but um, yeah, that's, that's the one I definitely regret yeah. the most. The super original and unbeatable that no one's ever tattooed ever. <laughs> What? Sorry, what'd you say? The the super original Infinity Thimble tattoo that no one's ever tattooed ever. I know. They should just, like, honestly, tattoo shops should just, like, bar that from happening. Such a dumb, such a dumb... Hey, can, I, can I can just get an Infinity Thimble here? No, actually, no, you can't. No, no <laughs> we're, you can't. we're done. You actually cannot. And you should get out. Um, but, no, it's... They're fun. I love tattoos. Yeah. I plan on getting a lot more, too. So... Awesome. Do you have any, I mean, uh, like you, I guess it's sort of started with the oranges, but do you have any thoughts as to like, if you'll release any music that like you then want to get a tattoo for that or something like that? Yeah, I don't, none right now. Um, none right now. I think it's honestly, it's a little bit maybe narcissistic to get your own music tattooed on you. Um, so I don't, I, even though I'm a total hypocrite and did that basically. Um, but I, I won't get any of my own lyrics tattooed on me. Right yeah. But, um, some artwork now and then every now and then that would be cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are all the questions I had for you today. So thank Sorry. you so much for coming on. It's been a great time, like talking to you and getting to know you and your music. Totally. Um, yeah, like anything this. you want to like, shout out or promote to people listening feel free to like let them know where you where they can find you sure you can find me on the spotify um my artist name is portra although that's changing to caden wemple pretty soon uh you can find me on tiktok at caden wemple um c-a-y-d-e-n w-e-m as a mark p as a paul l-e um you can find me on instagram at caden c-a-y-d-e-n dot portra um and yeah that's that's where you can find me awesome yeah well thank you again so much for coming on and Thanks i can't wait me. to hear these 20 yeah. songs that are coming oh, yeah, I can whenever send, i'll send them to you before um they come out too so you can so you can hear them. awesome 